Emancipation Proclamation. But, uh, okay. Okay. Welcome uh, to uh, My Life and Rambles uh, with uh, Jenny Canfield. And behind the showroom. Uh, yes, and behind the showroom. Yes. Uh, and, and our guest today. Ellis Rodriguez, what's up? What up? Bigger, bigger. Uh, so we we're just talking about right now uh, uh, the uh, uh, the adjusting the levels and stuff like that, and you said about Zoom shows. Yes, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me your experience with Zoom shows. I did my first one last night. That's your first one. Very first. Why one. you been fighting so hard? Because I just because I'm, I'm old school. I'm old school like. So that. that's where I started. Right? Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna. As soon as um, Corona went up, I did a Zoom show. Uh huh. I did. Oh, my, you said fuck it right away. You're like, we're, we're doing this. Somebody wanted me to do two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> like that's five, good. It was like it was like three, four minutes. Yeah. So everybody was like, "Do this, do this." I was like, "Nah, no, that's not comedy. I'm good. I still want to see if there's gonna be stage time." Yeah. Finally, did three minutes of it. It was it was all everything awful that I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. It was just shit. It was just a fucking shit show. Month and a half later, now you're hard up. <laughs> you know, I took another one. <laughs> hated it. wasn't very good. Uh-huh. Then Sammy obeyed, uh-huh. put me on his, and he was doing it right somehow. Uh-huh. I don't know. He had the right certain people's mics on, so they were actually laughing. Yeah. And you know, you're so hard up. You know, I, at that point, I'll take masturbation. I yeah. Mean, just anything to get this off. Had a great time. Uh-huh. And I got a bunch of tips too, so you kind of you were getting paid. Uh-huh. So then I was like, okay, it's not stand up. Yeah. But it's an outlet. It's a it's a place where you can do comedy. Yeah. Right. And so and on that show too, I totally changed because. I'm used to projecting and getting everybody pumped up, and mm-hmm. but people are in a whole different mode when they're when they're, they're they're like this is how their kids go to school, this is how they do their stupid fucking meetings. Yeah. So they're they're just in this whole other passive, almost <laughs> like they're watching, but you're seeing them just mindlessly. Yeah, on sitting on their couches. Yes. They like had a whole I had a, had a whole family sitting on their couch with their feet up. <laughs> yeah. Just going leaving to go get food out the kitchen. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's like the thing where you put the put the money in and then the curtain comes up. Yeah. yeah. The ones behind the curtain and yeah. they're just in there watching. <laughs> <Chilling>. <laughs> yeah. They're just, there's a whole bunch of perverts just watching me on this <laughs> laptop. <laughs> and then I made an adjustment. Only time it started going well was when I would say, hey, when comedy comes back, these are the jokes I'm gonna do yeah oh, okay. and then it more felt like i was discussing it with them mm-hmm. and then it suddenly felt like i was also sitting in front of my computer instead of yeah like trying to perform like when you go big on stage mm-hmm. you need to do that to crush yeah right at a certain point you got to get it big but on a zoom yes. you go too big it's weird it's like why is this guy yelling in his <laughs> yeah the energy is yeah. like it's like too much energy you're it's like too oh, much yeah because i did uh so i did my first one last night and i was like and the, uh, the i was back i was trying Who I was, was it? uh it was liz grants yes yeah i was trying to back out for the okay. longest time because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well first of all he's been saying forever i'm not doing a fucking zoom yeah. shows. I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing a fucking it, zoom yeah i didn't want to do them and i was like fuck this and uh she was like she hit me up i, I was supposed to do the thing with you too uh, but <laughs> she sent two messages uh like within the same hour mm-hmm so I thought that it was just a duplicate, but there's another show that she had me doing. It was gonna have me do too with you right. uh, uh, at at her family's house or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's yeah. A live show. Yeah, like on yeah. the 19th. Yeah, but I didn't see that message. I just seen the other one mm-hmm. uh, about the Zoom show, and I was like, ah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested, you know. Uh, and she was like, I go, I've never done one before, and I'm and I'm not really interested. She was like, You'll be great. Don't worry about it. And right. she was like, I'll, I'll pay you. And I was like. Well, I'm not doing anything anyways. Yep. So I was like, all right, well, I got a guarantee, uh, uh, you know, the amount. I was like, yeah, why not? Sure. I go, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And then so 
I said yeah reluctantly, and then for the next two weeks, I was like, "How do I get out of this?" And then, and then he comes, and then I see him, and I go, "Zoom show, yeah. huh?" Yeah, and I was like, "I know." Zoom. And so, sell out. So he was like, "Okay, you gotta have." I know. I felt so. That's shitty. how he felt. Yeah, I felt so horribly gross and dirty, and I was like, uh. "And so I was just like, okay, well." Um, so I got on it, and then I, I did what she said too. I was like, I don't know what to do or how to do this. So I downloaded the app, and I, and then I, you know, the lighting and all this other stuff, and mic test and stuff like that. So I did it, and um, like you said, yeah, it's not stand up. Like I just went on there and I started just talking like like I was doing podcasts. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, uh, I I just was making. I, I was I wasn't doing the the thing that I was keeping in my brain. I go, don't tell them, and like because I always tell comics too when they when they first try stand up or they're or they're only a month in or something like that. Do not tell the audience you're only a month in. They right. don't need to right. know that. Mm-hmm. I was like because they 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 don't know. They might you might they they might think that you're a professional and they're yeah. just because they don't really know comics. In fact, I don't think people should tell them when they're ten years in either. No, sometimes that's not the reaction you yeah, expect. Another, either. Yeah, because I sit in the back and go fucking ten yeah. years. Uh, yeah, like and you didn't learn, <laughs> <laughs> and you still haven't put the mic. Stand You've been doing it wrong. You? What for ten going? years, who are you around that nobody's correcting you? Yeah, who are your friends? <laughs> right. What are these group of yes men? That's like? a rhetorical question. You have none. I have no yeah. friends. Because uh, I was like, so I went on there and I and I was like, okay, just and don't constantly uh, berate or make fun of the Zoom show. Because right. then that just also too, because like, yeah. especially like when you go to a, a shitty room or okay. you're on a on a horrible show. You don't go in con- like constantly just continue to shit on the show unless it's funny. Right. But people will go on and just start. All of a sudden, it's like a complaint box. Yeah. And then people are kind of like, yeah, it is kind of shitty. Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I pay for this? Yeah. Well, what did it, yeah. it matters on what number com- comic you are, too, because the three comics before you probably have said something similar, too. Where yeah. They're like, Ugh. Trying to save themselves. Yeah. The ceiling's so low in here. So I, I had said my opening was just like, I go, I go, I'm, <laughs> I should be pretty good at this because uh, I've had many long distance relationships <laughs> that were with, with girls that are in college. Because it's like, because that's all you're doing is FaceTiming, and so, uh, uh, so I just start talking and BSing and story time right. and 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 stuff like that, and then I would like start, and I was like, oh, okay, I know how to make it like organic and, and bullshitting, but it wasn't that bad. And then this is another thing too. Liz goes, oh, before like like a two days before, she was like, oh, by the way, they want it to be clean, right? <laughs> and I go, what? I go for. Mm. I go. How much time do you have to do? Uh, Thirty-five minutes. Nah. Nice. <laughs> and I go. Nice. I go. What? You want to take away verbs too now? And I was like, like a day before the show. You got to skip every third consonant. Yeah, but actually, it it what it it didn't it it, it it turned out to be really good. It turned out to be like really chill, and I was like, oh, that's cool, man. And um, so yeah, I'm not saying that I'm gonna be like a Zoom comic now, but I was like, the the first experiences wasn't as, as horrible as I thought it was. So you would do have it you again? heard? No, I don't think I do it. Have you heard? Have you heard that there's a Zoom open mics? <laughs> oh, Ugh, Lord. fuck, that's so bad. That sounds horrible. Why would you? People are doing this, and they're like, whoa, you can get like five or six sets in a, in a, in a day, and. I'm like you're just giving people your material. Yeah, you're just giving it to them. You're right. giving it to them, and on top to of comment, that, no one's in that room but other comics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. And there's right. No, nothing they're gonna do or say is gonna help you time this joke or see if it works in front nope. of a live crowd. You're just giving random motherfuckers in Detroit your yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, premises and how to fix it. Yeah. You're giving a better writer uh, right. an opportunity to have that have a crack at it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too, man. Is like uh, like you said too. 
um, you can't really work out a joke like that. You need the uh, you need a, a, a to be up and and because because yeah. all this stuff, all these Zoom shows, stuff like that, it's not going to translate once comedy comes back. You're going to go up no. there and you're going to be like, oh, that 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 <laughs> that killed on the Zoom show. Yeah, that all that day. Zoom <laughs> yeah. money. <laughs> I think I'm going to write like I've noticed if you talk to the or put the mic like, yeah if you talk if you kind of riff on the crowd uh-huh. that's amazing that always goes well I've, when I've been on the Zoom shows and if you're just doing like a convers- more of a conversational mm-hmm. uh, kind of a joke thing and, th- and in those two things it is kind of unique that you could individually talk to every person mm-hmm. yeah and when they say what they're gonna, you don't have to repeat it everybody's going to actually it. hear it so it like I think I'm going to write a Zoom set mm-hmm. right and write a Zoom like what I want to do there yeah because you can goof around like you said you, you don't have to you, you can kind of talk out yeah. Uh, premises. Well, that's what I was doing too. Like, uh, I didn't have. Uh, I I was like, I don't. Ha- this isn't stand up, so I don't no. have to do this like I do right. stand up. So I was like, uh, I started storytelling podcast, like I, like I was podcasting, and I was and I had uh, an old notebook right there, and I and I was just I, I just flipped over. I, I didn't mm-hmm. let them know, right? But I had an old notebook there, and I was like, here's some things I would like to try and never said out mm-hmm. loud, and I was like, and let's see how I would work it out, and this and that, and then I go, uh, and I kept pretending because you know like you said your imagination could do whatever it wants now and i kept pretending that there were comments like like you know instagram has comments and i act like i was reading them i was like oh yeah no i do i do 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 that i do have a joke <laughs> so, <laughs> i was like just you know and i know that someone and someone goes there's is there comments on Zoom? right i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> and i go oh you got uh, oh on my end there is i i have i i paid an upgrade and i was just like <laughs> i was i was like because i got everybody I, googling it i Zoom completely because you can completely lie and right. just you know uh, just act out the lie because all you have to do is keep up the character and i was like oh this is fun and I was like, if I can constantly keep up a character, yeah. that's actually a better. I that can translate once I get back on the stage. That For I sure. can just stay in character and not break because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of that. When someone stays in character and doesn't break, it just yeah. cracks me up because I'm like, I break all the time, dude. I, I, that's that's why I find it so amazing when yeah. people because like back in the day I I wouldn't break, mm-hmm. but it but it it started to get to the point where people were like, is he really like that? Yeah. And, yeah. So I, I was like, no, 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 no. I was just joking, but. uh when when you when people don't break and they keep constantly going, I'm just like, that's amazing that you can hold it for so long. I applaud mm-hmm. it. I applaud all that. So when I see someone do it on stage, I'm like, dude, that's amazing. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you bombed that whole time, and it was amazing. right. I was you gonna just, say, <laughs> even if they weren't great, yeah, Carlos the, is like, that was awesome. That was awesome. That you, was you, great. You stuck with it. You stuck with in it in the pocket <laughs> for ten years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, fuck! I'm trying to think. Who think is that? that? Who is that guy? I wonder. If, uh, I think it's, it's it's the worst. They're like, I've been doing this for 10, 20 years. I'm like, what? It was so funny because uh, you haven't accidentally got better. Yeah. You know what's really crazy is maybe that they did. <laughs> what I'm maybe seeing is an improvement. They, yes. <laughs> you know it's a trip though. It's like. Um, when we were doing it, when because like at least you started like what maybe three or four years prior to me, right? No, man, you were here when I got here, brother. Was I? Yeah, you were here. Nope. You you had started, left, and came back. Oh and yeah, was, yeah, yeah, and was already here when I got. Here. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you talking about how like you did a uh, you did the started in like oh seven. Okay, okay. So when when I came back, I came back in oh eight. Okay, yeah, when yeah, I came back, I came back in oh. I started in oh seven. Yeah, because we were talking about. Um, I was thinking about this like. It was so funny within that time, comedy really weeded itself out. Like mm-hmm. no one really stuck around that wasn't good. Okay. For right. Like the like. Oh like yeah, the first four or five years that I started, 
just we were just getting rid of them. Get yeah, the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's and, and, and then like yeah, from what I see now that. is like uh, they stick around now. There's a lot of but there's a reason. I have a theory about that. Okay, I want to hear. It. Yes, I love. I have that. a theory about that. And mad <laughs> mad props to Brian Crawl. Okay. And all the great, great work <laughs> and the beautiful, the beautiful goodness that he builds uh-huh. um, at the comedy spot. But it's not a stand-up comedy venue. No, it's an improv venue, and mm-hmm. he he extends that to a lot of the comics that helped him build that uh, build that business up in the first place. We were there when that motherfucker was over on Broadway. Yeah, and then Del Paso and, we, and yeah. built it up, yeah. right? And so he's always had a stage for comics, and good for him. But mm-hmm. it's an improv comedy place they they took that model mm-hmm. and they just applied it to stand-ups right so the people come in oh you want to be improv well can you actually get good at improv i mean i guess mm, yeah. but like you're not gonna like go from there in two years become an improv genius and then like make a bunch of money right you're not yeah. gonna blow up right yeah so they just have to keep them involved mm-hmm. like their whole business plan is keeping them involved keeping them in classes then they teach classes they put on the shows like the whole thing is community and improv people love playing with together and doing all that stuff. Yeah. So you have to constantly be providing them things and services, right? Yeah. Well, with the comics, you're supposed to weed them the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they but, were just giving them more classes. Yeah. And, and more. keeping them around. And, and then they get that mentality. Like, giving them guaranteed spots. Yeah. Even at the open mic, they got guaranteed spots, which is like, okay, you pay for the class, you should. But you should never get a fucking guaranteed spot if nope. you're hot garbage. Not at all. And you know what's funny? As you bring up that, that's a great point about classes. Mm-hmm. And then they get this mentality. Oh, yeah. Oh, classes. Oh, well, then I graduate. Oh, and then I've been now, I'm doing something. Yes. And now they're like, oh, well, I should be way further than, than this person right. because I've already had four years of you know training. And it's like, no, this is yeah. this is and, <laughs> and I got passed at this place. Yeah. So, and I'm featuring at this bar. So, yeah. I mean, I'm a feature now. Okay, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's insane. You know, that's that's. A great and so, point. and so it's like it's one of the best things about Sacramento is that the people who were here, though, the people who made the cut, yeah, super supportive. Yeah, they were the most like I, I've never, I was either ignored outright or outright told like do your fucking time, yeah, right? but I wasn't really disrespected. Mm-hmm. And as soon as and as soon as those vets were like, hey man, come over here, yeah, they just had all this information and love and all this stuff that they were passing on, yeah, and this and this whole thing, which I try to do too, but. The community's too supportive. Yeah, <laughs> and you just got you got comics, just good set. Yeah, good set, uh, baby, good set. You got a lot of training wheels going good on. Set as soon as you tell is them, the hey, death of good comics. Hey, be yeah. clean. Ooh, but like, motherfucker, what did you think we're doing here? It's so funny. Yeah. You got to come down to uh, to Ellis's writing session because he oh, literally God, just stands awful. on stage and yells at the comics <laughs> for I like 15 minutes. I would do the same thing. Well, I had this what do you mean you can't work clean? Why can't you work clean? It's easy to clean, work clean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I was in you Seattle. Can't work clean, you can't work. I was at the underground <laughs> and there was a lot of these comics out there and. and uh, and I was like, yeah, I go because because Fox wanted me to do a, a clean set in uh, I think it was Olympia or some shit like that. And then yeah. I go, uh, I got to do a clean set tomorrow. And the dude was like, oh, I don't, uh, not me. I'm good, man. I'm good on clean sets. And I was like, why? I go, I'm doing this clean set, and I'm making more money that one night than I'm making the whole weekend right here. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, and I go, that's your job, man. Our job is to be entertainers. Our job is to do do the job. And if you want to be an artist, that's great. Be an artist. But let me tell you this, Johnny Depp. Goes and makes Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and a big chunk of money. No cussing and, and doing all this Disney bullshit. 
But then he goes and makes, you know. And then he goes and lives on his island. <laughs> no, right? But, but then he, and then he picks out some weird random ass script. And he does and a then he be's an artist. And then he be's an artist. Yeah, right? go be an artist. And then he bangs a chick half his age. She takes all his money. <laughs> yeah. And he goes back to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's your job, man. Uh, so, yeah, and then it's like. It's a good day job. Uh, it's a good day job, yeah. And Yeah, corporate, corporates I'm are like, a good day I'm like, and then he does job. Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he has to do a somersault. Then he, yeah. yeah, there's all Tim Burton flicks and Kevin Smith uh, 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 offshoot movies too. But yeah. uh, shout out, a hey, shout out to the boys over at 800 Pound Gorilla who were like, "You're going to put out a clean album, man. We, we want you." And they encouraged me to do that. Uh-huh. And in these times when you can't perform, those plays, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys. A great business plan. Right? Yeah, I did the, I, I did the, um, the cartoon. Remember I was saying about the cartoon? Yeah, I finished. I didn't finish it, but I, I have, I have some of it done. And the dude sent it to me, and I was like, "It's, I, it's I sent super it. Super cool, I is it? Yeah. yeah. When, it. when is it coming out? It comes out. Uh, I, he's gonna be. Can done, I see it? I'll show you the, uh, okay. the, the, yeah. the thing. But it's so funny because like yeah. he took liberties and and made it at laughs. Okay. So he drew laughs background and laughs like old school background nice. too, and I was like, "Oh, this." And I'm I working on this Jenny. exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is so dope." Uh, uh, shout out to Vic, man. Vic is doing a great job and and doing a quick turnaround. But um, no, so like I was saying too, like because uh, back in the day, because we because me and you never got to be on the road together. No, because we had both been uh, pretty much at the same level from jump. You know, yeah. so it's like and because because uh, uh, that's what usually happens, though, man. Uh, you you. Uh, you don't get to hang out with your friend friends that you, right. that are fun, are super funny too, unless you're in the same city because there's two different comedy clubs or whatever. What? Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, who do you like rolling on the road with? Who's, who do you, who do you take on with you? Uh, my favorite go to is Robert Amato. Yeah, as I take I take Kathy. He's yeah. the best. Uh, just because not he's a good road dog. He's a great comic. Mm-hmm. Always gets his work done. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And he's and he's like street smart and savvy. You know what I mean? Like I feel cool, like comfortable. If we go to a clean show, dirty show, like no matter what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Bobby Clubs got you. <laughs> um, and then Diego, I just like Diego. Yeah, <laughs> I, love Diego. I was gonna call him up earlier and have him do this too. I, yeah, like, I love Diego, man. Uh, <laughs> he's a good guy. Um, and then who else? Sydney. Sydney's on my crew. Mm-hmm. I love her, um, when she opens. Um, I never do road work with her, but like uh, Steph. Garcia, oh, yeah. I love doing shows with her. <laughs> it's something weird, like on, like literally, w- what we both do on stage. Some, somehow, I don't even know how, but I just I get in a good mood when I do shows with her. Um, Swizz. Swizz, yeah. Swizz, Swizz right now is my dude. Swizz, but he's always busy or some shit. He cracks me up because Swizz uh, talks through a smile constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swizz looks like 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 a like if a, a fast food chain had a mascot and, yeah. they, and you had to yell it into the face of your order because he just always smiles. Like, oh man, L is crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, from Detroit. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, he's probably my uh, my number one got like opener or whatever. Yeah, right now. I, I take uh, uh, Robert on the road too a lot, and I t- and uh, I like I like uh, I like rolling with Mike with Mike Calvin. Mike mm-hmm. Calvin's fun. I never get to hang out with Mike Calvin. Mike Calvin's yeah. fun company too. Cause yeah, because uh, that's another thing. Because super real, and then like I guess probably same age and, and same background. So it's kind of like we kind of mm-hmm. fucking just hang out and BS and shit like that. Ooh, speaking of background, you're originally from 209. I grew up in the 209. Yeah, what was yeah. that like? So so. Because when did you move here? I moved here when I started doing comedy. Oh, okay. In 07. Yeah. So let's say, like, so it was weird. So I was uh, I was raised by my, I, was, I got a white mom, mm-hmm. right? And she's had three nigger babies, okay? 
half black babies. It's <laughs> not appropriate to say. And then, uh, and then, and we were army brats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she got put on Rough and Ready Island in Stockton. And then when she got out of the army, she was just living in Stockton with three black babies. <laughs> then um, over a series of events, I got adopted by a, like a Panamanian family or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were Catholic as shit. And then we became Baptist over time, but we spent four or five days a week in church. So I grew up in Stockton, but mm-hmm. I spent probably half my time in school and playing sports. Uh-huh. The other half of the time in church and the other at home. We had a very, like, you know, structured, like, very structured, very guarded, very like my parents. But we also lived in South Stockton, and mm-hmm. I also went to Edison, you know, whatever. And I also would sneak out and get into and get into some trouble, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's like I was street smart. And you got to be to like survive. But they, you would get in fights every year at school. Did they do that at your school? What time? You had to get in a fight every year, and then at the end of the year, people would be like, "Oh, did, did you get in a fight today?" And you ah, say, they had no, a check. <laughs> no, that's Stockton shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta have your quota met. <laughs> Somebody's walking around with a clipboard. Someone needs an ass whooping. <laughs> My brother got smacked up. It was up today. <laughs> they got a whole bracket system. They're like, you know, it what was you? New Year's Eve. You need to fuck somebody up real quick, otherwise. <laughs> they asked him on the last day of school, "Hey, man, you gonna fight this year?" No, and they, I was like, "Why the fuck would you say no?" Yeah. Um. Uh, so it was like, so I grew up there, and I fucking hate it. Like mm-hmm. I hated it when I was there. I'm glad I got the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then every time I go there, I feel immediately comfortable. Yeah. And then hate myself. For being comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. you know, and my family's still there. I just, I just, I really don't go to it all that often. But it's just like, it's a shitty place, man. It's a shitty, shitty place. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you left it. Uh, did you leave it to? Because you went to the Marines. I left it to go to the Marines. Yeah, well, and then right when I got out, I, I, I came right back mm. and married some fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about all this today. It's so funny because you like. It's so funny because like. Okay, so because then you start. That means you started standing. But how? What? What age? Did you get in? I was twenty-seven. I believe. It's because because I was thinking about this. Like me and you, uh, and like Mike Calvin and Amoto. Like we all lived lives prior yeah. to doing stand-up. So right. I think that's another uh, a common denominator on why we all get along. And that's what I always loved about Robert. Yeah, he showed up ready to work. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't need confidence boosts or he was like, yeah, I came to Rip City and you, I like what you're doing here. What are you talking about? All oh, this is what I learned. And Yeah, because yeah. I remember when I, when he first came on the scene, uh, Jenny was like, there's this kid who's Swiss a bartender. like that too. Yeah, because they they're all uh, of age yeah. and, and they've already lived a life. I mean, he has two, like how many kids? Two kids? Swiss? He's got three now. Three. He just he had a third. Now. Yeah, he got and, three kids. And four part-time jobs. Oh, your mic. You got you to gotta put the mic closer. He has like four. <laughs> And that was because he, he keeps going like this. So I was just trying to be all slick and help four, you out. He has four part-time jobs. Yeah. He has like he's 16 like, hobbies. He's like, uh, right. let me color. Hey, man. Oh, building right. a robot. Right. Like, yeah. he, he's like, what? You need posters made. Well, let me figure out how to make posters. I'm like, the fuck you mean? And then I get a poster. I'm like, poster. Oh, yeah. All right. And yeah. Then, he, oh, I'm going to take a video, photography, photography and videography and... He, yeah, he's everything, huh? He's everything, he dude. Yeah, Swiss Army knife. <laughs> yeah. Swiss, Chris Swiss. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's a trip, though, because, like, uh, yeah, you because you lived a whole life. Like, you've said, you got, I forgot that you got married at one point. Divorced. Divorced. In and Marines. out of the service. Yeah. 
I had a mid-level management. I I lived. Oh, that's right. You used to be a, 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 at that uh, HR. I was the human resources manager. No, yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. Somebody let you be in HR? Like in plumbing or some <laughs> shit like that, right? Wasn't it like a like the a largest <laughs> plumbing company in the, in the country? Hilarious. He was a Mario brother. So so not a lot of comics knew me mm-hmm. when I took over laughs. Yeah. Right. But Ellis was one of the ones because he would be in talking to Steve and stuff, and I'd be in there just on the computer doing my work and. They would talk around me. Yeah. And so I was like, I knew Well, I, knew I tried Ellis's. to say hello to you. Hey, you were just no, me. That's so funny because I didn't even think about that. I didn't talk to people. I didn't you talk didn't to talk people. talk to anybody. I was super, mm-mm. I didn't talk to strangers. I didn't talk to people I didn't <laughs> know. No, I used to be real, mm-mm. really I would say quiet. hi and then you, you, you wait. That's funny. Now now that you said that, I remember you because mm-hmm. I because I was scared because I was new. I, was su- <laughs> I came back super new and I started working in the club and I remember coming in during the day one time and seeing you but you mm-hmm. were just yeah back you just, just do, do my work head yeah. down don't talk to nobody and i'm just really quiet with steve I was like i just want to know am i here on time or should i, should I go? okay okay bye I'm See, that's the problem you i got real comfortable nuts. real fast <laughs> oh ellis was in spilling the tea i knew i knew I all so about ellis i knew he was married i knew i, I knew real all the dirt real fast. <laughs> I, three months in uh he he booked me and then i almost fucked up the first one. Oh yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get up there on time to get the feature off or something. Oh. I was like late or something. Mm-hmm. And then he, we had this whole, you know. And then and so then I was like, I'm on P's and Q's for like a while. But then after a while, you know, like all the comics who had just been like, ah, oh, you're three months. You know, I, they were. I was proving myself, and they were all like, hey. So I got super comfortable, mm-hmm. super fast. I almost got fired too. Uh, um, like on my first or second one, I can't remember what it was, but I remember he hired. He hired me, and um. It was a uh, fundraiser show. Fundraiser for the, 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 dead, the dead kid. Uh, he, got, he, died, he died of cancer or something okay. like that. So I guess every year the family would do a fundraiser, yeah. you know, and, and do it to this, his foundation or whatnot. So I go up there and I'm hosting and I'm new again. Well, I'm, I'm back at it. So it's like I have this set and right. this is all I have. So this this yeah. goes to that, goes to this, goes to that. Because, you know, and I talked so fast, you know, when I first started, I talked because I was trying to get everything in. Like the micro machine. Man. Yeah. You had every every subtitles. Like, I don't even know what the fuck he said. <laughs> And I went up and I, and I had this one joke about, you know, um, my girlfriend wanted me to get her flowers, but, you know, you know, I, I was like, I'm not getting you flowers. If we're going to spend money on something to die, so we might as well have a kid. And, uh, and they all laughed at it. But then I went off and said two more jokes, rapid fire, bop, bop, bop. They all started realizing what they laughed at and where they were at. And I and I I, clean, I I got through it. <laughs> right. I got through it. Then, and and because I, I I didn't I didn't acknowledge that I acknowledged that I fucked up, but I kept going bop bop bop. And I get off, and uh, I go up to Stephen, and he goes, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I go, "I'm so sorry." I go, "I, I just realized." I go, "I am so sorry." He goes, uh, "Know your fucking audience, man. Know your audience." And I go, I'm, "I didn't. I, I just don't only know that set of jokes, yeah. and I didn't really." Think. He goes, "Think about your set before you go up there." And I go, "Okay, okay. I'm sorry." I go, "I understand if you want to fire me for the rest of the weekend. I, I totally get it. I totally get it." And he was like, "No, no, don't worry. You, you recovered well." And uh, his parents were outside. They were smoking a cigarette or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was classic. A, <laughs> that was a crazy time to working for Steve. Yeah, I liked working for Steve. It was just uh, I, I he have. I, I, I didn't like Steve though. It was like, a year. He didn't, he didn't really. Steve was nice to me, and he gave me a bunch of opportunities. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty like I don't know. 
He was super used car salesman to me. Like he yeah. had that feel, like that slick look, that slick like, hey, see? Yeah. I see you in this car, and I'm like, okay. what? Do you? I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was exactly what I needed right when I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was stern. Yeah, you know, he would like call you, check you on your shit, and tell you what to do. Yeah, you know. I didn't really know about the scene when I got in. When I first got in, like I didn't like you know because you don't know. You just want to do stand. You just want to. How do you? Mm-hmm. How do I get? How do I get up? How do I keep getting up? How do I keep getting better? Um, but I, I went to Zagato's, and that was Steve, the other Steve, right? What's his name? Zagato's? The, who used to own Laughs, too. Scott. Scott. I'm Scott. sorry, Scott. <laughs> Scott used to Scott run. Scott Edwards. Scott Edwards used Stigato. to run. How yeah. did, how'd you get Stigato's? Uh The Zagato's, it was a, uh, a hotel slash restaurant say, on Thursdays. Was, over, it was over off 160? On, off 160, and mm. it was on Thursdays. Okay. And I would go over there. That's where I met Chaz. And, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, uh, we would go over there. And then there was a Radisson too open mic. We, right. we had tons of Man, open mics. And there was so much stage time, boy. And it was and it I was the rip the Radisson Sun. Dude, and it was it was audience. It wasn't comics. It was right. audience members. So it was like Poe Boys. Poe Boys. Yeah. That had no reason to be good. Cheryl was <laughs> killing that show. That th- that was like one of the best shows of the week. Yeah. yeah. It was a Monday. Yeah. And then uh there was also uh, and then Tuesday nights at eleven was um You know what? I think we had like a weird conversation one time. What happened? It was so dope. I think it was you. We were out. I was out in front of Poe Boys. Uh-huh. And then you came up and you were like, man, you're hella funny. And I was <laughs> like, oh, thanks, bro. And then you were like, no, now you're set. Like you. I was watching you up there. You are hella funny. And yeah. Then we, and, then we, and then we had this whole, like, what we do, like, deep dive into comedy of, like, your persona and your voice. And we, we just sat there for, like, a while talking about that it. That sounds like the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite nights. Oh, look, everybody was, like, around us. And me and you were, like, engulfed and, like, seeing you talking about each other's growth and stuff. That was, like, a great night. I like, I like stand-up science, man. Yeah. Ernest was on uh, last time, and he was, like, he was like, I don't want me talking about that. I was like, no, it's interesting, dude. I like, because it's, like, it, I didn't call you on here to talk about, you know, like, how to, uh, the history of, of, the, of, of Mongols. You don't know shit about that. Why don't you to tell me what you know? about <laughs> uh, but uh it, but no i i do I, I like that too and uh there was a tuesday nights too were dope uh louis louis started at 11 louis louis is crazy oh uh, man and uh, i remember because so i had a crazy conversation at louis once <laughs> yeah i wouldn't imagine with I shane have. motherfucking murphy <laughs> shane murphy shane, shane murphy i just started murphy. and i don't understand the pecking order and yeah, I, that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't, didn't understand the pecking order, and I'm four or five months in. I've already done two or three shows at last, and now I'm getting comfortable. I walk out. D. Tyler, Shane Murphy, and all the comics are there as per usual, talking shit, whatever. Yeah. Shane Murphy's killing it. Shane Murphy would dominate that pool, right? And then D. Tyler would come in, bah, 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 and Shane Murphy would run court. Yeah. He would talk. He was the best. Then he would get on stage and suck. <laughs> yeah. And so I not knowing, yeah. I was like, Shane, you did a stock joke, bro. Like, yeah. Like, explain to me why you're so fucking hilarious. And and I was I thought I was paying him a compliment. I was like, when we go outside, you're the funniest of all of the comedians. Yeah. Right? You're the one being talking the most shit, whatever, whatever. You when you get on stage, you don't look like that, you don't talk like that, you don't say any of the same things. What the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, it, I think that's like Dale's class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that is serious. I think it was. I think he instead of doing whatever Shane was going to end up doing, he ended up doing that. And now me and Shane Murphy got beef. Yeah. And then we had this big ass argument, and I was like, dude, don't do stock jokes. Do this amazing, funny personality you have. I thought that was good advice. Right. Uh-huh. So fuck you. Fuck you. Then like years later, Shane's like, hey man. uh, Remember that conversation we had in front of Louis? Like, 
you were right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wish somebody else would have told me, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I was like, Hmm. But that's funny that you said too about Dell because okay, so f- for people that don't know, Dell Van Dyke was when I got here too. He, he had been like the Godfather of Sacramento comedy or something like that. Well, and he was running, he was running the open mic at laughs, yeah, yeah, at one, his yeah. class through there and yeah. running oh, yeah. the class. And I remember him uh, hiring me to do Black Oak Casino, and we drove out to do it, and he was giving me like twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was, yep. like, and I, I'm I'm new, so I'm like yep. yeah, and so. Uh, but I'm not in a room. Yeah, and dinner. But I'm not. Yeah, a room yeah. And dinner. But I'm not. Tw- I'm I'm 26. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not 20. You know. So like, okay, I know I'm getting got, but I need to figure out some stand up, and I need to. Yeah, and I want to go out. But uh, um, he was telling me he goes, yeah, I take my class, and he goes, uh, it's two hundred dollars, but you know, you could just work uh-huh. off. You can work it off with sets. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like no, I'm just gonna do this because I want to test it out and see what it's like, and then I'm gonna then you know. But uh, he was like, he, I remember we're in the car and he's like, yo, you got to, when you write jokes, you need to write jokes that aren't topical. They need to be just on something and then they're timeless, you know, and this and that. And you keep that and you keep that and keep working and that. And I was like thinking in my head like, um, yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. Because I was like, I don't mind. Because he was like, if you use them topical jokes and they just only work for that period of time and then you can't use them anymore. And in my brain, I'm like, no, write that's, more jokes. Yes, I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's when you go exercise, you yeah. keep doing working out so you can get better and look better and feel better. And I was like, you don't just do the minimum, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not taking this guy's class at all. Yeah. But I remember doing, I remember the Louis thing though, man. Louis is fun, and uh, that's the thing too. I was telling about people because uh, someone was asking me about. They go, do you know Hassan Minaj? And I go, yeah. yeah. I go, Hassan, uh, he he had an extremely like well the next level work ethic that I didn't mm-hmm. understand about you know because yeah. I was like that guy was at Mike's he would come to he would do he would do our early mics mm-hmm. started at 8 and then he would drive to San Francisco and do those mics and then he would and, and he would come back and do our late because we had Louis mm-hmm. was 11 o'clock and there was another one that was like uh, uh, another one that started at 1130 yep. Um and then he would do ours, and then he'd go back home to Davis. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's what he would do. And on top of that, he was getting email. He was the first one. He yeah. went to Pan were the first ones to get email lists going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is that all about? You know? Right. <laughs> and and I was like, oh. And then, and then he went to do the college stuff and did the same thing. Yep. And now he started having these, you know, I was hearing like, oh, yeah, he's got his email list is up to like like 20,000 now. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is yep. that, What is that all about? And I remember he told me, yeah. you should do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. My talent's just gonna get yeah. me there. My fucking because like, I'm killing it right now. I'm kill like, and then it was just insane, man. His work ethic was it was I go I can never knock that guy for not for anything because he just had a really good work ethic. But um, the mics that we had were were fun. I got DVDs class. What story? So oh yeah yeah Scotty old Scotty boy Edwards right yeah okay he uh, he had a five year no compete clause. What against last when he sold it. He oh, couldn't. He couldn't open up another comedy club. <laughs> oh, really? Especially within a certain distance or whatever. Mm-hmm. The day, five years and one day later, mm-hmm. he opened up Scott's Comedy Club three blocks away. <laughs> in old Sacramento. In old Sacramento. In old Sacramento. In old Sacramento. Downstairs in the thing, and that's where I spent the first like probably um, month, two months, like grinding mm-hmm. when when I came to the clubs, and. Uh, and then Dell was there setting up shop, so I do his class. So he's he's pumping everybody to the class. I've been writing for six months before I started, mm-hmm. and I had asked a bunch of comics, and you know I, I thought I was ready. 
and and he, and he he was talking about his class. I was talking about his class. He didn't ask me about the class. And then I looked. Okay, who are all the people that took his class? Mm-hmm. Are they obviously better? Yeah. No. No. Not in any way. In fact, a lot of them were not very good. Oh man. Right. So then I was like, oh, okay. So then that that's not it's not a, obviously going to be the thing. And then uh, he finally hits me up, and we were at Scott's. And then he, he's like, hey man, you know, oh, you're pretty good. You're coming up, but you should really take my class and this and that. And I was like. I actually asked a bunch of other people. They said, you told me to read this and this. I read it. You told me to do this and this. And then I was like, also, man, I was like, Dale, i never seen you do comedy, bro. Yeah. I've right. never seen you do comedy. So, like, how do I know, like, you know? And he's like, well, I'm going to be up there today. And I was like, oh, shit, what's up? Yeah. And he's the godfather of comedy. Yeah. You know, my coworker, it was her husband. And she was like, yeah, he's the godfather. So, there's like the all oh, the, the spectacle. And he gets up there <laughs> and... I don't know. I wasn't impressed. Right? Yeah. Whatever. Let's just leave it at that. And uh, and then, uh, but it it it, it kind of sounded like. <laughs> 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 Let's just say like that. It wasn't Hiroshima, but yeah. Uh, so then I get up, and I've been working this ma- brand new material. Blah blah blah. I brought half the people. Oh, uh-huh. also. Right. right. That, that that night it happened to me, and I'm all dressed up, and and I crush. For 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I get off, not knowing my place, not knowing the pecking order. And I'm I say, I'm sure that's your motto in life. Yeah, I go, <laughs> I go yo, Dell. Yo, Del. I was like, hey, man, I'm actually thinking about starting a class. You should think about taking it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. He did oh, not think it was funny. Oh, and then he just, did, he just did not talk to me for like two, three, four years. And then, then after a while, maybe something settled out. And every once in a while, he'd offer me 25 bucks to go yeah. do an hour, three three hours or something. Or every once in a while, I get something from him. But yeah. and, he, and one time, he even asked me, like, like he kind of made it seem like it was something between me and him. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, no. Like, I, I just... Yeah. He... When I got here, he was using his influence to kind of benefit him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. Which just seemed... Wrong. <laughs> you know. Who's that other guy? Who's the guy that painted uh see? Now I feel like a dick. Uh he painted the stage. He painted live stage. Polito. Oh, Polito rocks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Polito was just giving stuff away. Polito was trying to help people. Yeah. Polito, you know, whatever he had, mm-hmm. he was gonna he was gonna give you. You it, know what I mean? It's funny that you're talking about like okay, that's one thing I didn't like about when I got he into the scene, the road, huh? He also didn't really take me on the road or nothing. But I never yeah. asked Polito for something. Nah, but I never he, had. I, I that's the thing too. I didn't. I wasn't he, asking people for right. stuff, and uh, that that's that's actually a hindrance to to me. I should have I should have been a little more uh, humbled because I was like, I go, no, I, 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 I not humbled, but I just didn't want to be begging, and right. that's not how I, I was raised. Yeah. You know, you know, you take care of yourself. Same, you, same. You figure it out, and so uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't be asking nobody for shit. You, you're a man. You take care of yourself, but. Um, uh, the uh, I didn't know the the same thing. I didn't know about like the pecking order or, or anything like that. And I remember uh, about the at, la- at punch. It mm-hmm. wasn't laughs. It was punch. I got banned from punch for the fir- like in my first year back. Like I for uh, what, dude? It was crazy. So the touch of class, right? Yeah. Uh, we even talk about oh, the touch. Oh damn, yet. the touch. <laughs> yeah, the touch of class. T- the touch makes you hard. Oh, the touch. Of, <laughs> oh, dude. And I'm from like I I grew up a block and a half away from there. I grew up, like so it was like oh this is my neighborhood. I was like okay, mm-hmm. bye, bye. I was, I'm talking about bus 51, and I'm class. talking about you know I'm talking about the kids on the bikes. I'm talking, ah, I was like, and so um I'm having a blast, and uh, 
and like I said, when I first got into stand up, I didn't know that you were you could change, uh, do the same set or do some same of the same jokes. I kept doing different ones and different stuff like that. And so, Terry, I think his name is Terry. Um, he was like, uh, "Yo, man, I keep coming in here, and you keep doing you know different sets and stuff like that." He goes, "So you want to do the punchline?" And I go, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, I'll get you on the." Uh, he worked there, and he was like, "I'll get you on the list." And mm-hmm. he goes, "And I'll give you like ten free tickets, and you just bring some people out." And I yeah. was like, "All right, cool." And so I start telling people at work, "Yo, man, I'm about to go do the punch now," and yada yada yada. And people are like, "Oh, that's crazy." So I get there. Me and BT get there. Right? Mm-hmm. We roll together. I used to roll thick with BT back in the day. God, I love BT. <laughs> I love BT. BT is it's so entertaining to be in the car with BT. <laughs> he goes one time. Oh, okay. Don't let me forget. Ant the Hustler as well. Oh. Don't let me forget. I got, we got, I got a story about that too. But we're like, so we go, so we're, 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 we're we go up there right? and then uh, Nick was the manager at the time and uh, uh, BT's like, he was like, hey BT, and he goes, hey man, do you know who this Carlos Rodriguez guy is? And he doesn't know me mm-hmm. and and so BT's like, and we, and it's so smooth because me and BT are on the same <laughs> right. wave of this hood kid shit and they were like, nah man, who is that dude? Like what the fuck's up with you? know? And he was like, yeah man, this guy, Apparently this guy's banned. He's not. He can't be on stage tonight. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, I don't remember anything. I go, hey man, no, 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 no. I'm Carlos. Like, so what? What happened? And he was like, well, the day manager said that you know, and that was her name was Marla or some shit like that. No, or, I don't know. No, I don't know. But she was. He was like, uh, he was like, the day manager said uh, said you're banned and you can't perform tonight. And I go, what happened? Wait, what? And For he was, what? He was like, some some of your people called and said they want to get on your guest list, and we don't have a guest list here, and so. Uh, they copped an attitude with her, and oh. so now she's saying that you you can't be on. And, I, and he goes like, and I go, that's 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 not my fault. Like I didn't know that. And I was like, the dude told me that I can the ten free tickets, and I don't know how to get them or whatever. I don't know. And he was just like, well, you you're not gonna be performing tonight. And I go, wait a minute. He goes, it's not personal, man. It's not. And I go, right. it is the <laughs> definition of personal because apparently you're gonna lose business. And because uh, so uh, so the show's about to start, and um. And I counted, dude. I had forty-two heads, mm-hmm. forty hella people from work, hella family members, like all. The, I had hella people come out to a Wednesday open night or, yeah. or showcase. And uh, the Russian, the white Russian kid, was uh, what's his name? I can't remember yeah. his name, but he was uh, he was the host. Mm-hmm. And I just told people like, hey, they're not letting me up, and this and that. And they go, oh. And so as soon as he gets on and the show starts, everybody gets up and walks out, and the room is left with like I want to say maybe ten or twelve people, mm-hmm. and. Same thing. The comics were hella mad at me. They were like, "Why'd you take the water? Why'd you do that?" And it's so that's another thing too. Like how you say, like uh, you just busting balls. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that about California comics that they didn't know how to bust balls. They didn't know. Yeah. how Yeah. Because one time I was on stage, I have a video where I'm eating shit on stage, and me and Ellis don't know each other that well. And I'm eating shit, and I accidentally uh, run the light, and he gets up and he goes after me, goes like, "Wow." <laughs> 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 he goes you got if you if if you got that if you if you're looking for that laugh to come <laughs> I wasn't getting that, that and I thought that was so funny and I never was like oh you don't fuck Ellis now and like he thinks he's so good and yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulls get hella ass heard about it I just like oh, I was man, like I was funny. like he's right <laughs> I was hella searching for it I was, like, I was like you don't like that one well, how about this one how about that one you like that's anything? how everybody was though right yes everybody who couldn't take that Left. Yeah, right. they all bounced. Right. They all bounced. You can you can't get better unless like people are calling you out all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. I miss it. I do too, man. Because like, uh, and I then on top it. of that, too, I was saying how like. But we, do you feel like you can do that? 
Do now? you feel like you can be honest to the comics now, whether year one no. all the way through? Not number one. Do you feel like no, you can be honest mo- to them? No. For the most part, no. And then maybe depends on who it is. I could be honest with you. Right. Let's say, right? Of course. But then the but worse than that, I, f- I feel like nobody's being honest with me anymore. Yeah. Because I'm hearing good set, good set. Uh-huh. Oh man, you got four. Plus That's just the culture. And then a bunch of a bunch of turds there in there too. That wasn't a great set. You see me have great sets. Mm-hmm. That was a good set. Yeah, I, I made my money. I earned my money tonight, and the audience—they're gonna go out. And they're gonna say I was funny, mm-hmm. but you're a fucking comic, and you know me. Yeah, and you know that new bit I tried fucking ate a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about like I don't need your, you know, because we we that's not what we did when you first came up. No, yeah, no, no, no. People were we were trashing each other. Yeah, you would be like on stage. Really? Like, like that's the, the one. That's the one you want. That's the what. That's the tag you that's wanted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that was a great thing too. I I don't think you can be honest with the comics now because they will look at it as you're hating, or they'll get their feelings hurt, and then they'll have this little Facebook chat room group. Because back like they'll, they'll then they'll they'll all cater to themselves and 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 lick each other's wounds, and then all of a sudden form a little thing, which is fine because those like I always say those people and those. Those kind of comics are going to be right where you left them. Yeah. You know? But this a problem is a lot of them got to stay longer than they should have. Yeah. Right. right? So now they have clout. They think they have in seniority. This environment, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Like, you got the king and queen of the, of the open mic. And then now they're passing on that knowledge. And that, uh, that culture. That, that knowledge and that culture. Yeah. This big. You know, because we're the and hierarchy. Like all some people are like, "Oh, he's so right." This guy's this guy's a vet, and it's yeah. like, dude, he's been doing it five years, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and he doesn't he's, have yeah. five minutes. Yeah, he's doing the same five minutes, and right. it, and he don't even have it. You know, right. so it's like it's. I've seen a comic do that. <clears throat> I, I'm using the word loosely. I seen a, a guy do the open mic, mm-hmm. and he was following another comedian. He was like, "Oh man, y'all got me, y'all got me going after a vet." But that guy the literally way. works nowhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just been right. doing it a long time. He just does mics. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible, it's a horrible thing because it's a detriment to 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 Sacramento. Because people are like, oh, Sacramento scene's cracking. It's uh, Sacramento scene's great, and or you know, or like I hear this, like, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to, bu- but I was like, uh, you know, well, you know, you see it when you go to festivals and stuff. Cause yeah, you went to World Series of Comedy. Mm-hmm. You went to World Series of Comedy. You know, you've you've gone out to festivals top and three Sacramento top, shows top. up. We rep. Yeah, and then that's when you're getting into the semifinals, finals, and they're like, "Wait a minute, yeah. where's Sacramento come from?" Yeah, because like, like I'm not saying Sacramento. like I'm not blowing our, our smoke up our ass. Like the last three people that won uh, the uh, or the prior to the NBC, NBC thing were mm-hmm. all from Sacramento: Mikey yeah. Winfield, J.R. Guzman, Kyrie Shabazz, and like, and then you uh, uh, top three in uh, in World Series of Comedy, like, and and DJ too. It's like yo, and, and Bobby Tuck, I think uh, I think it's San Diego Comedy Festival too, right. or some shit. And you did too. You won the whole San Diego Comedy Festival. Yeah. And yeah. San Francisco comedy competition. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not just saying this just like, oh, think, but they're like, oh shit. And people are like, Sacramento scene's cracking. And I was like, it was cracking. You were watching the people that were from this era that yeah. they put in that work. This there's the, there's gotta be young comics who are coming behind us. It's just that we have a small scene mm-hmm. and what's cracking is there's a lot of stage time. Mm-hmm. And the and Sacramento audiences are very middle of the road and polite. Yeah. They're, I you're, think not, they're, you're rarely going to get heckled, but you're, they're really, they're not going to just start busting up and laughing at anything either. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you, if, if you get good here, it translates. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, it's it, like, I always said it was a, it's a blue collar of sac, uh, mm-hmm. like it's the Midwest of, of California. Yeah. It's like you have all walks of life and mm-hmm. everyone is all around. So it's like, Oh, boom, boom, boom. So yeah, this, it translates. I always said, I like working laughs first prior to anything yeah. else because 
they weren't just Sacramento. Laughs is located in a tourist section right. of Sacramento. And yep. we might get tons of tourism. Yes. We do get it. And on top of that, when Steve and, and, and Jenny, like, they would give out, um, you know, hey, you guys are at this hotel. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's here's a flyer. Oh, and then also before you know it, you do you can't do local material right. much because you're like, oh, like Northgate. And they're like, we're from Wisconsin. We all came in from a business. We exactly. don't have any. So it's like, oh, I have to write funny as opposed to let me just get centralized. Get by on the stuff that you're doing at the mic. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, there is uh, – there's – there's not that that comic there, and when they when there is that comic though that that uh, comes in and new and has potential and is good, they get to work right away. They get to get and that's what I'm right saying. Away. I think those people are still around because like you ever hear well, like Robert. I've heard when I go to other places they go, oh your your scene's hella clickish, which I'm like number one, all scenes are fucking clickish. <laughs> yeah. It's called people are friends. Some people like you know what I mean. That's normal. Yeah. And then from what I remember, there what. Sacramento, and I think it's still like this. There wasn't clicks, man. It was all the working comics, right? Yeah, and everybody else, yeah. And you, everybody worked to get to that fucking click. And then once you're in that click, you can like or not like whoever the fuck you want. But we were all pros, and we'd be like, no, that dude's a great fucking comic. Yeah. And you, and everybody was sharing or not just with whoever their little click was. But there wasn't. Now that there's this massive population of comics not oh, yeah. working together. Mm-hmm. You know not I mean? working together, yeah. Right, and they're not working. They're not working. They're, they form these like weird. When it's like, nah, you guys, Ingayo yeah. lives here. Yes, Ingayo right. lives in this city. Yeah, right. killing it, and he's, killing it, yeah. doing it, all the shit that you want to do. Is he Tony is he Woods on the boards? You're on is Tony he, Woods <laughs> lives here. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude has hell, like three man. Netflix specials. <laughs> you Tony know, Roberts is here. Like. I don't know. Dugar was here at one point, and people weren't even like trying to like utilize that too. I learned a lot from Dugar. I learned a lot how to like <laughs> how to how to Dugar. roller skate to the stage. I got Dugar story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How to roller skate to the stage. He smooth as shit. <laughs> BT told me to come touch his class through the uh, competition. Yeah. Right. And this is when I, I when I first started, I could, I could not rip black rooms. I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it. <laughs> so. I've been going. I've been going to touch a class, just eating a fucking dick every week. And I was like, I'm gonna keep coming until I get funny. I love this touch, bitch, yeah. Right. So I started coming, and I was getting better. I was getting better. But it was time for the competition. I was like, Look, man, we all know who rips that room. It's not gonna be me. Yeah. Right. And so I've been doing this joke every week. Right. I'm gonna rename my penis the truth. Oh yeah. Right. You know, I'm gonna call it the truth. Right? So I can say you can't handle the truth. I've been doing this joke because I know the competition's coming up, and like four weeks or something. Yeah. I do that joke every single week. Now, every single week at the same time, BT Kingsley, three, four, five times during the show, he's like, y'all better get your raffle tickets. And every time I say raffle tickets, you bitches better be like, ooh, raffle <laughs> tickets. And every time they wouldn't, he would do five, ten minutes. He was such they a great ungrateful, stupid ass bitches. And this is for the kids and they better get their shit together. So it was so Pavlovian. If he said raffle tickets, the whole room would just do it. Yeah. So I was like, fine, I'll be in the competition. Did the joke, did the joke, did the joke. The competition was packed. Yeah. And I show up and I'm doing mediocre mm-hmm. as as whatever. And then I get to, I was like, I only came here for this one joke. So I was like, and you know what, too? I'm gonna name my penis. I'm gonna name my penis Raffle Tickets. <laughs> and then the whole place, ooh, <laughs> thunderous applause. It's the only joke that hits like yeah. hard, but people are crying. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's, as it's settling down, I'm, I'm so Dugar stands up. He's like, "That's funny." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Dugar said it. Yeah, I'm in here, bitches. Then I just did whatever bullshit. I was like, I ain't even, I'm, 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 
I like Dugar, man. Some cats don't, man. But I do, man. I, I, I like his his purism about stand-up. Because I remember one time we were sitting in the back at laughs. And he go, and then someone went up there and they had like a fake wig on and shit like that. And he, he leans over to me and he goes... Man, I'm old school, man. I just need a mic and a stool. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. exactly. I was like, everything else, I'll just paint it with the words. And I was like, that's I, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kirk. Kirk McHenry. Ah, oh, dude, Kirk is great. That 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 was okay. So that was the competition that we went to like six months back. I came in and uh, Dennis is like Martinez. He's like, hey man, uh, we're gonna do this competition in Modesto. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it's at a theater. And I was like, oh what? You know. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I jumped in it. And uh, I don't know how I got in. I can't remember. But I get there. This was six months ago. This was six months into stand back oh, when I came okay, back. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, there was it was me, you, DJ Murph, or, you know what? I'm yeah. yeah. Uh, Doughboy. Yes. Uh, Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento yes. stand up. And then uh, there was uh, uh, there was um, Ant the Hustler. Uh, Ant the Hustler. <laughs> there was me, you, and then there was I a picked cu- up Ant the Hustler just on a corner one time. Uh, <laughs> I was just on the way to a show. Yeah. That he was also on that I didn't know he was going to be on, and he he somehow just knew he was like, yeah, let's go. I gave Ant the Hustler a ride home seven or eight times, and it was never to the same spot. Right. He goes, I call, I can I get a ride, bro? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, get a ride. I was like, I was like, so what, you, that because you're in Southside because I'm I'm heading that way. No, 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 I'm I'm in North Highlands now. I'm not. He never and and and, it, and then if it wasn't the same area, it wasn't the same house nope. I was dropping him off. At. Never once. <laughs> he I had, gave him a ride to two different shows, and he he was not walking there. He was standing at a place. <laughs> and as I pulled up, yeah, and then just walked up to the car and jumped in, and we went to the game. <laughs> He's and the hustler, they, they would call that because he had DVD. He always had a box of yeah. bootleg DVDs. And yeah. He was selling them at the shows, and he was just hilarious, man. Mm-hmm. And. And we we're uh, uh, he's dead. He he passed away. Uh, but Rip. he he was um, so funny because he was. Uh, I have a video of him doing a a, a bagging contest at uh, at the Touch because they had like a, a whole bagging contest and shit. It was so funny. But that competition was great because at the end of it, we all me you and him were in the car on the drive home, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Where do you come up with this shit?" Because <laughs> when he would talk shit and bag on people, he'd be like, "Hey, bro, I, I heard your uh, friend, your dad, <laughs> heard your uncle taught you how to French kiss, bro." <laughs> He said, uh, <laughs> he goes, he said, he goes, uh, uh, shut up, bitch. You, uh, you took a piss across your leg still. <laughs> and, and, then he, and so we're all in the car just practicing talking shit. And he was like, he goes, I got, and he, Ellis is like, all right, how about this one? And Ellis, I can't remember what you said, but, uh, but every time that Ellis would say something, he was like, deeper, bro, go deeper. <laughs> go deeper. <laughs> he said, talk, talk about, talk about their livelihood. <laughs> I don't that drive that that drive back from Odessa went so fast because we were laughing for so long and so hard. It was the best, man. And yeah, it's, we've been through it. He came. We went to uh, we did San Jose Improv with him, and he, and he came in, and uh, he was like, "What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up?" I was like, "Hey, what's up, Ant?" And, and the, the person that said, "Hey, what's up, Ant?" To she was like, "Who? What?" Yeah, and it turned. It was his mom. Looked dead on him. <laughs> 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 It was like a cartoon, man. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. We get all time. <laughs> but that competition was so funny. because, uh, And, oh, uh, Insane Way was on it, too. Mm-hmm. So, Doughboy. Stocktown. Got, yeah, up? Stockton. I went to high school with that, dude. Did you? Oh, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and, yeah it's so weird that it feels like. You know what's like, crazy is, like, one of my best friends, best friends, best friends growing up, this guy, Leroy Thompson. And Leroy 
was in a quartet, like a like a boys to men singing group or whatever. He was in troop. And, and, <laughs> and, and, no, yeah, yeah. like they had a record deal and they oh, had a what? song, these three words or something. It was like they like woo, they were right? crooning. And uh, insane way was in it. Oh no! Shut yeah, up. no yeah. <laughs> exclusive. Hell yeah! But <laughs> he was standing up, yeah, you know, singing. Oh, that's ah. Oh, yeah. I got to bring this up one day when you I do. Right? That. No you doubt. Because Insane Wayne is hilarious. He was so Crazy he's so funny. Because like so so what happened in that competition? Uh, so everyone's going up. I eat shit. I eat a bag of shit. This is the first time I've ever done. You're six months in. I'm six okay. months in. Yeah, I I went up there and excuses. Uh, oh, dude, it was so bad. I I never heard that many people because it was like 600 or something like that. It yeah. was a gang of people. Six close to that. And I never heard that laugh ever. Like I've never heard that many people laugh in unison. And so uh, I had said the joke, and it, the first joke, and it got a laugh. And all of a sudden, like I felt like the the sound. And it hit my chest and fucking shirt rippled. And uh, <laughs> and that fucking spooked me. Yeah. And, and, and then my timing went all off and right. mouth got dry. And yeah. it, and <laughs> but it's the timing, though, for real. It's like the larger the crowd, the easier it is. Yeah. But it takes longer for the joke to go out and for the Roll echoes and the rolls of it. And if you, it's a wave. If you start too early... Then the people that have, that are just starting to laugh, they stop laughing mm-hmm. because they they don't want to miss it. Yeah. And then th- these people, they're now they're off, and then the whole thing. I got I, I was like, I, I got off early. I didn't even do all my time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go they go, why'd you get off? Why'd you get off? I was like, oh, I thought I thought I, I thought you guys lit me. Yeah. I, you know, I did the whole old yeah. school. I go, oh well, someone must have been taking a picture because I seen a flash yeah. and I thought ah, I got off. But I got off and I ate shit. And then Mikey is just at the bottom of the stairs, you know. And Mikey Mikey Winfield's like he's like. You learn something. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you mean he didn't say good set? No, yes, no. yeah. And I was like, and I ate shit, and then um, and then so Doughboy goes up, mm-hmm. and he he has this thing where he takes off his shirt and sings a song at the end of his set. So then it crushes yes. all the time, and I guess he was winning competitions like that constantly. So. Insane Wayne had had enough of that. <laughs> so Insane Wayne goes, oh, this motherfucker taking his shirt up. Nah, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. So he, because he's in a wheelchair now, so he rolls out there and he's doing his set. He goes, but as soon as he did, he takes his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. And he does his shit without his shirt. And then so, and then, uh, and then after that, DJ Mur- Murph, he goes out. He takes off his shirt. Yep. Fat Joe, he goes out there. He takes uh. off his shirt. <laughs> Dude, that way there was like half the competition was in no shirt, yep. right? And and watched out uh uh, uh what you call it uh, thing, but Kirk McHenry's on it too. So, mm. And it turned out to be Mikey took Kirk first. left his shirt on. Kirk I left remember. His shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kirk. No, yeah. you talking about top? Yeah, he's good. Kirk left his shirt on. He had that joke that God, I was dying about the poem. Poem, like yeah, mm. no, that bitch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great one. Oh, uh, so <laughs> he just does his little stand up and does like you smoke that bitch? Yeah, you married that bitch. And uh and, you know, I think and I can't remember who came in third. I can't remember who came in third. But oh, you know who else was on it? Mm-hmm. This is a big ass competition. Uh Justin uh Rivera? No, no. the the uh, the white dude that went nuts on at laughs and got fired. Oh, the one that was like, it's fine, I'm not coming back anyway. Yeah. Um, he was like, I don't even do stand-up anymore. Yeah, I don't remember. The There's way. a lot of comics like that, and I can't stand that. I don't even do stand-up anymore. And they, But it's like, but you'll do the date that they call you for yeah. at the comedy club? So you're in my way? Mm-hmm. You're taking a date from me? Or you're taking yeah. a date from somebody that... Could that have, wants it. That's that wants it? Yeah. That's sharp. I, I can't yeah. stand that. 
But yeah, and that's why I say like I like the whole weeding out process. But now it's like, oh, we can't weed anybody out because everyone should have a fair shake. And well, <laughs> we're we're talking out we're talking out of both sides of our asses. Because I, I think I think we all agree like those people that's where they live. Which one? You know, like that 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 habitat has grown up around us, and they they stay open minded. They don't get booked. No, that's what I said. They I go. They, they yeah. are they they are right where I left them. Right. So it's like I don't. Necessarily and it's just, like if that's the hell you want to live in. That's the level you're gonna. Then you know what? That's not, like I'm. I, I'm over like being mad at them. For but there something. are comics that get booked that mm-hmm. that do do work and get to a certain level, mm-hmm. and then they just peek out or whatever, and they're like, you know, now I'm just gonna keep coming back just because they they invite me back, but I'm not really doing it anymore. Yeah. But I've got these 25 minutes, and you know I can pull it out whenever. Right. So they're not really working like comics that are trying to work and progress and do it but that's what where carlos is saying you know they're just they're just taking up space now yeah i hate those people and the thing about it too it's like well the, i don't hate them like, like, you I can't hate, hate them because yeah. at some point they were still yeah. they were still grinding they were still trying i'm just fine there's but, a lot of like they're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna get you know who they, the, 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 the they're kind of, they're not in your way, bro. They're not closing the show. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not. In your no, way. no. I, that's why we're closing I, our shows now. And I don't stress out. I'm I'm talking about why it they're has. They're in the way of people that are trying to get into the club. Yeah. but I think those people were around too. Who, which one? When we started, when we were when we were getting weeded out. Once you were kind of in the club, yeah, you, there were these rolling gigs that you got. Yeah, you know? we we just couldn't recognize them. But there was like a lot of, uh, but like all the comics you can't remember anymore that we passed up. Oh, were, that was fucking great. Oh man, that in was, the first like year or two, it was like, yep, me and Lowe's still here. Where's everybody else? Jeremiah was great, the best to go after. I don't yeah. know if you were Jeremiah. No. Jeremiah used to. Uh, he, he his credit was that he was on MTV Karaoke Jam. <laughs> but every time on the because that was another thing too I liked about our scene or yeah. like when we, when they started coming up is that not only the the ball breaking and the 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 letting you know and being honest about when you had a bad set, they were honest when you had a good set. Yeah. And we would have like this unspoken award every night. Like mm-hmm. you had the set of the night. Mm-hmm. What you call it had the set of the night. You know, that's And the they still the bust your balls when they said it. Yeah. But we would acknowledge like, yo, this is what we, we yeah. Yeah, like like that and then there was a lot of tags being thrown around. There was a right. lot of help and then uh And nobody would get pissed. No. Man, that joke was dope. Here Try this. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want you not to get better. Oh, yeah. I was like, I need you to be better than me because I need because yeah. now you make me. I'm like, I gotta. Go I felt you. that all the time. Yeah, I liked. You I would liked. get up and rip, and I'd be like, I gotta go home and write. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was that fire, son. Yeah, I, gotta, I ain't heard any of this shit. I do yeah. that sometimes. Sometimes I would get off, and I'm like, I wish I would remember some of what I said. I had to start recording because I, yeah. I would just go off and off. Always and off. record. I remember one time Ellis had said something to her in the Always car on the, on the drive, and you go, have you ever done a set where you're just doing, you're doing really well, and all of a sudden you get off and you don't remember any of, of how it happened? And I was yeah. like, yeah, you just kind of like, <laughs> you're breathing hard, you're panting heavy, and you're like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but that was, <laughs> I hope this was good for you as it was for me. I did a hell of fun. <laughs> did you guys finish? Yeah, yeah. It's like being a kid, man. It's like you're just like in this euphoria. And the flow. It's, yeah, it's fun, man. Can you get there? Huh? Do you get there? Do a I lot. get there still now? Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah. But now since it's a longer set, I'm putting, I'm a lot more in my head where I'm like, uh, where am I going next? What am I doing next? What's going to happen here? It ha- it's there's it's a very rare occasion where I'm like, uh, just it, like super present to where I'm just talking and talking and talking, and then shit is hitting like even movements mm-hmm. and and gestures when that happens, and it's like oh, and before you know it, 
you're not even doing material or setups or anything like that. You're just uh, stream of consciousness. Yeah. And it's very rare. And I remember Bert telling me that. Uh, mm-hmm. Bert Kreischer was like, he goes, you're... You have that where it's like that's gonna that comes easy for you. Never name drop. Bert Crasher <laughs> <Crasher. laughs> told me that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he was like yeah he goes because uh, we're on the same weekend. It was that same weekend me and you were on. He was okay. that was his last weekend that he had. Yeah, and he was telling me he was like yeah you're not gonna Person, have to write man. too much. He goes because once you get in the stream, of con- he was like I see where you're at. Yeah, and he goes your stream of consciousness is funny. The way you think and the way you talk is funny. Right. He says so you'll never really have a writer's block unless you still just just hone that. And I was like oh okay okay so yeah. it happens. But not like constantly, and that's the goal: is to constantly try to be in the moment. I have not done like a tenth of all the stuff I want to do, mm-hmm. but like I've done enough where like I trained myself to not get nervous. Right, that's what my training. Oh yeah, to be present, to be able to perform, right? To 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 be able to to not curse if I'm not supposed to curse, to be able to do the amount of time I'm supposed to do, and then the rest is like do your best and all the artistic choices that come from that, and all that's happening, I'm in the flow. But then you've done six hundred people, you've done a thousand, right? Yeah, I've yeah, done, you've done. I've done. I think I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, but then after been, a while, like, why are you at this open mic? I was like, because I'll still rip your ten fucking people. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll still get off on these ten people. Yeah, it's not. It's not. The, it's not. Um, you know, it's not last on a packed out night and every. You know, everything's mm-hmm. perfect. And everything. it's not that. But but to me, I was just getting off on the stage time. And the, but now it's to the point where like I need so much to get high. Like it needs it needs to be like people's like oh I don't like competitions. I kind of like them now because you awesome. know everybody else is gonna go hard. Right. Yeah. You know they're gonna you're gonna get their best. So it's it's actually gonna be a better show. And then I, if I win, I'm not gonna think I'm better than everybody. Mm. And if somebody wins, I'm gonna be like, well, they are better than me. I'm not gonna think that, right? But yeah. but there's gamesmanship, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna change or alter the way I do my set. Right, yeah. because we know someone's gonna take a shirt off at the end or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? The games yeah. machine, and then like you're surrounded by a bunch of comics who are on edge. And if you're comfortable with each other, you're actually busting each other's balls and fucking yeah. with each like that. That right there is think, kind of the perfect show. I'm trying to think who I like having competition because I I'm a comic that doesn't like competition. But not just that. Like me, just yeah. it doesn't need to be a competition. But like me and you uh-huh. auditioning. Maybe in front yeah. of in front of three thousand people. Then my then I uh you know now I'm hot you know I'm high. <laughs> but I need it needs to be it's not the amount of people because I can get off in like fifty people hundred people. It, sometimes it's not the ten minutes or mm. thirty minutes or an hour long set. But it's just a lot of it. A lot of the times like if it's like a crappy crowd. And you got to fight them. Before I, like I used it. to love the challenge. Before and now I just gonna go oh, okay. I see what this is gonna be. I, I when it when it's a small crowd I like it because uh because I'm like oh it's way more I'm I'm more freer I, yeah I, the big crowd I'm like dude this is gonna be easy this is yeah that's what I'm saying it's not the size yeah. sometimes it's a smaller crowd and it's a way better show I like it you so know because it, you're in it, that flow even if it's not a competition just the who's on the show like you can't lay back if you know Carlos is on right. the show or you know if you have certain people on the show if you're doing a a Thursday showcase and it's it's bringers or you know whatever. Then you're like, all right, whatever. I just gotta do my little time. Right. But if it's like hitters, and yeah. you're like it's this person, and this it's person. It sucks for and me. And I could just get up here and and do my half as you know, yeah, uh, and make them laugh. But then Carlos saw me do that. Right. <laughs> you know, so and so saw me do that, and they know the difference. Yeah. I'm always thinking about winning, so it's like I don't. I I get upset. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna hope my friends don't do well, and that's not that's not. My I'm gonna character. try to get booked with you more often. <laughs> no, I just seriously changing yeah. my brain because it's like literally doing a show and then doing that show with you. Uh huh. 
Oh yeah, changes can can help me get to that place where I'm like, oh, I know I'm gonna get some real feedback in on this, and that I'm yeah. I'm trying to impress Los real quick. Well, that's with the this. analogy of if you're the if you're the at the highest in your circle of friends, you need to find a new, new circle of friends. Yeah, I that's like like I say like that's why I, br- I bring Robert out too a lot because like he's a. Um, He's he's a, he's a hard act to follow, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, it uh, iron sharpens iron, or is that how it works? Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, yeah. I always say I always say something else. I always say metal sharpens metal, or some stupid thing. <laughs> uh, but um, I like that because like you know I don't tell him what to do. Like you know he could he, do crowd work, do all crowd work. I don't give a fuck. You know like what you got to do. He's but, a piece of crowd. You know work, yeah. eat, eat eat up all the crowd or eat up all the state. I don't care. My job is to still be able to close it out and right. I was like and that no matter keeps, what you do no matter what you do and that's just my brain my thought process but I don't uh, uh, yeah I, I can't I, I don't I'm not I'm like a fan of the, the co- uh, comedy competition he's one of the few people too I also don't tell him what to do but um, that you would but 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 I would still say after the sit up like crowd work really <laughs> yeah, yeah you know I would mention it you know but I, I would say do I say you but I would mention set. it yeah. but, but when he does it it's it's money dude yeah it's no. money and the yeah. funny thing about it is, like, it's like not only he's one he, of the few people. I'm like, yeah, dude. I, I, and when I watch him do it, I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, well, now I know what those people do. So it's like, all I got to do is play off that, right? Like, I don't, I'm not hating on it. Like, I didn't get to it first. It's like, oh, I'm a like, he, I see. Where all I get I, to do is tag now. Yeah, I was like, now I get to milk the rest because he left a lot on the table because mm-hmm. he wanted to get to his material, and I get that, and that's fine. And I was like, so, and this is, and this is how you cap it off. And so I'm hoping that he watches so that all of a sudden he does that. So now. Next time I bring him out or whatnot, because I took him to uh, one of the uh, the Portland room and uh, they wanted to make him a headliner. <laughs> you know, and he no, was he's like, ready right now. Yeah, I, was I like, think he's it. ready right now. I was like, do it, bro. Do it. I think he needs to feel like he is, but he's got the time. Yeah, he's. Savage. You know what? Never mind. He's Fuck Robert, right man. Now. He ain't got. He ain't got nothing. He's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need. To, we, <laughs> we need to keep. We need to keep him humbled. Actually, no, 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 no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> The, um, but do you know what you just said something too is is you said that you hope he watches yeah because that's a, that's another thing that's missing right now is comics are staying in the room Mm-mm. they're not staying nope. and watching the headliner set or see what's been done already or see I hate I well, first of all show. I hate crowd work yeah everybody knows but have if you haven't watched the people before you and now you just ask that guy what he did when he's already said it three times yeah they're annoyed with you yeah and that's your bad and i'm not gonna fix that for you i'm like no i watched the whole show i want to yell it from the back of the room he's a fucking engineer (laughs) (laughs) i watched that whole but a lot of comics don't they they, you don't see comics hanging out at the clubs i like going back to material i love like like when when because okay so if for people that don't know like that was a great thing when i when i came back in the laughs uh, or back to stand up. Laughs was every Wednesday, every Tuesday. Wednesday. Was it, was it Wednesday? It okay. was Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. And every Wednesday, um, packed. Packed. And packed. the host rotated. There was four weeks in a month, mm-hmm. and it was Mark G, Jason Ressler, Ellis Rodriguez, and John McClain. Not John McClain. Uh, Tim Tom McClain. Tom McClain. And, uh, and it was great because. It was always That's a different we got host. The semen wrestler in the Ellis Island. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And the great thing about it was, it's like they all ran their their hosting nights differently. Yeah. So it was like the one club is completely different every week. That that open mic is at the same setting, but it's a different ran. Like, yo, man, 
I, I, it's Ellis's night tonight. Ellis gives you half the door if you have a good set. So it's kind of a competition. That's going to be cool. And then Arsene's like, oh, it's it's Rush's week this week. He doesn't really like me. He's probably going to put me up early, so I'm going to have to bring it, you know. Yeah. Or, oh, it's it's Tom McLean's week, and uh, I don't like him, so I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm not saying personally. You don't just, like John McLean? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck John McLean. Tom, shout out. Nah, nah, to, uh, Tom's cool. I just fucking around. But, like, that's just that's how it would go. And, um... And it, it was just, uh, 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 it was a lot of mic time, man. And I, I really enjoyed that about about that whole process. Um, also, too, what was, I, where was I going? I forgot where I was going. Nobody knows. Los, if know. you don't know. No, this is this is how the podcast always go. And then in three minutes, he's going to be like, oh, oh, this is what oh, I want yeah, to yeah, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I want to say. And then he does this whole rewind thing. It's pretty funny. Oh, man. I was just oh. thinking how crazy it is that the three of us actually have been in this scene. We saw For a everybody. Decade. Come in and Plus. out, yeah, and we've seen it. It's crazy because mm-hmm. we've seen okay, uh, this is before my time, okay. But there's some guy from Sacramento who I think he was like a black comic and he was like doing like colleges or something, and he was like a serial killer or a rapist or something. Oh, Corey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey, uh, I don't remember the name. That was before Vincent. my time, Corey Vincent. Um, there was a lot Did of did you ever meet that guy? No, 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 from, that was because yeah. when I came, when I came the first time, uh. From from like sixteen years old to to, to about about twenty, mm-hmm. just really quick. Um, I was just open micer. Like it was. Yeah. I worked any of the clubs. Um, so those everybody was all ahead of me and all that stuff. So right. I didn't really. Know. I I just ran into Mikey Winfield when he first started, and I found, I ran into Ray when he first started, mm-hmm. and Cheese and and those cats. And I then I would go up to San Francisco and I would see and I just go watch comedy right. for a little bit. So I'd see like Zach Galifianakis and Tom Rhodes mm-hmm. and you know uh, a Doug Stanhope because they're all in San Francisco at that time or whatnot. And so. Uh, and Sacramento scene was hacky as shit. Like yeah. their, their comics were horrible. Um, and then, uh, and then when I came back, it was completely different. It was like, oh, like because we, I, we all had that mark of being hacky and mm-hmm. Sacramento or whatever the hell. Well, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was before my time. Yeah. So it was like, uh, no, it was during. It was like all that shit was like, it was all getting washed out. The mm-hmm. the. It was, I can't. Even, I'll tell you the story okay. right now. But uh, <laughs> it was Off all wax. It was all getting. It was all getting uh, washed out when we came in because okay. it was still. It still had that stigma because when you go to San Francisco Punch, mm-hmm. they weren't putting any Sacramento comics no, up at all. The no. only people they were putting up were just like Mikey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like. Uh, so they were like, no, 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 Sacramento is like not. They're not a funny group or whatever. That so it was like, all right, well, fuck it, then I'm just gonna go get good. I'm a, and I'm gonna beast it out. Yeah. And then after a while, they started, you know, recognizing mm. and seeing and stuff like that. Yeah, and a lot of other cats because we had a lot of open mics, so we were getting a lot of stage time. I got past the punchline mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I. I have closed out. I can't count how many shows that punchline. Yeah. I got past that punchline last year. It took me five years to finally get past the punchline. Yeah. I was like, because I wasn't going to go in the back because they had that, that rule. If you guys don't know, the punchline has the thing where if you want to try and be a, a comic and they get past at the club, you have to go to the Sunday nights where they have a showcase and you have to show up at least a minimum of six months every Sunday. They need to see your face. They need to see your dedication and you coming there. And then you might get on. And that's a minimum of six months. You might take a whole year to get on for the first time. And then when you get on that first time, you better do well. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do well, you will not be getting back on for another year or so. So it's like, it's a, it, I, and for me, I was like, I'm not going to drive up there. I'm not going to yeah. drive up there constantly for no pay. No. And and, I, and on top of that, no stage They're not time. particularly nice to you either. No. And I was like, and 
the San Francisco comics at that time were very pretentious and very. Uh, they might still be. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I just was like, you know what? This is not why I got into comedy. I didn't get into comedy to shit on other people yeah. and to be a piece of shit to to anybody. Yeah. I, was, I got into comedy because I wanted to talk about they, silly I stuff. I think they have their reasons, and I think some of it is just annoying but it's their it's their fucking way it's their fucking system you know what i mean but like they have an inside click as well you know yeah. they got their their comics then their bosses and they gotta but i was like at the time you couldn't work laughs and punch yeah you know? and at the time laughs was two rooms yeah it was the green room and and it made sense like because they're in the bay area competing in both mm-hmm. markets and steve was giving me two weekends a month yeah so no, I'm not gonna t- miss two of my Sunday working, you know, mm-hmm. to ask you for a gig that you're not gonna give me because you're gonna no. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I went. I, I my Sundays were spent at the touch. I didn't know about the the laughs punch thing when I took over mm-hmm. until I think it was in Gaio. And guy came through to like an open mic or whatever, and I saw him. I was like, "How come you don't work here?" He goes, "I'm a punchline comic." I was like, "My bad." Oh. Yeah, that's like an old school. That was that, that, like their old school thing. But yeah. then after a while, like they stopped. Like everyone stopped caring. They're like, caring. "Who cares?" And yeah. Then, like, well, I, I think like, I, I think it was a Steve a Steve and Punch thing because oh, right. once mm-hmm. Steve was gone, it was all good. And then you know com- the comics because Key was a Punch comic too, and mm-hmm. they started coming through, and it's like, all right, well, as long as you're not. You know, like like a six month. being ridiculous. Yeah, you know, you're not working one club one weekend and the other one the next. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was never my rule, so it was yeah. just like, oh, if if I call and like when I talked to a guy and was like, hey, I can be don't work. I don't know if they still have that, but the Improv San Jose specifically and Rooster Teeth, they have that rule. I think. Still oh, really? In effect. Yeah. Oh no, I don't think. Or if well, you work one, you maybe. don't work the other. Maybe. Uh, I work both. So oh, I better. <laughs> I like. Uh, you know what you call it? Heather's great, man. I like Heather a lot, and yeah. uh, and maybe because of the uh, the what you call it has changed over because San Jose Improv is uh, the the managers and all those guys are gone because they mm-hmm. had they, they became levity, and so they kind of like maybe the same thing like when when management changed hands, it's kind of different. It's like oh, that probably was just an improv thing the other way. Oh no, <laughs> like is you, do you have a story? You sound no, like you, I don't have a story. <laughs> you look, I'll talk to you out there. <laughs> Uh, no nah, man, um, but it's a. Uh, uh, did you know that uh, the, the Rooster Teeth Feathers? It's a uh, that building is um, where the first uh, Atari, I think it was, uh, built. Really? Yeah, like Atari. Or, or one of the video games. One of the first video games is built in that building, and they have like a plaque certifying that. Yeah, this is the the actual. I went spot. to Rooster Teeth Feathers. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Story time. <laughs> I went on stage. I showcased. It went really well, as it as it normally does. Mm-hmm. I asked, how do you get on here? They said, well, there's this competition signing up. You know, I signed up for the competition. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just like this one night kind of a deal. I do very well. And I talked to Heather and she says, uh, I don't know. I mean, you were funny tonight. But my weekend crowd is very sophisticated. <laughs> a very particular <laughs> weekend crowd. And your little jokes. Yeah. Yeah, you were the funniest tonight. But I got to see it. I got to see it. Mm-hmm. I say, okay. Okay. All right. So I come back out. I can't remember the name of the headliner. Ah, oh, he's, and he's, he's money. He's, he's, he was a good comic. And I had just wrote a joke. It was the, uh, it was the Michael Vick joke. Mm-hmm. And fucking oh, yeah. John Ross gave me the tag. Uh-huh. Right, which John was Rob, yeah, John Ross gave me a tag for the joke or whatever, and the headliner, ah, I can't remember his name. He was so cool, 
doesn't matter. Uh, he goes, that's the best Michael Vick. Because everybody's writing Michael Vick joke. He was like, yeah. that's the best Michael Vick joke I heard. And gave me his album and like signed it for me and everything. And then I was like, ah. fuck, I didn't write it. <laughs> but I didn't tell him that. I just took it. Yeah. So then, uh, so I get up. I get up on stage. And I, I have to do, I'm doing, I guess I'm doing like a guest spot or something. I murder. I murder like a table of people stood up and clapped. Okay? <laughs> I buried the feature. Uh, a bitch went to labor. Like, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I buried the feature. The feature just ate shit. Uh-huh. I went, and then I go, and I talk to her, can I get my weekend now? Yeah. And once again, I was comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I came to the thing. I won the competition. You told me to showcase. I've done. So now I'm walking in. I'm came like, in in a tank top. When is my weekend? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what I say. I that like better she was like, Well, take it easy. And then she had all she had more notes. Oh yeah. And more things I should do better. And I'm like, wait a minute. I hear everything you're saying because the guy that you just hired to feature can't follow me. Mm. What are we So then I was just like, Okay. What are we doing here? Okay. Yeah. And then I went to I went over to San Jose Improv. Uh-huh. I think that's why I met BZ in them. Oh yeah, that's why I met Beezy, and then next thing you know, I'm in I'm in the San Jose Improv. I'm like, well, if I gotta pick, <laughs> right? The uh, uh, no, Heather's always been she was cool with me. <laughs> I love you, Heather. Shout out. No, uh, <laughs> she doesn't think I'm sophisticated. Right? Yeah, um, I was like, uh, uh, it's funny because uh, Kabir. You know what's funny is like Sammy and and Kabizi, They started like same time too. Yes. I, th- I thought that they had started a couple of years prior, but no, they all, no. They all started at the same time. And all at the like, same time. That was interesting. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And um, I remember being, because at the time I was, I was drinking and getting drugs and, and doing drugs and shit like that. And so drinking. That's crazy. BZ's doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> dude. He's the I, best, dude. He was the best, dude. He's I, the what's, best. He's still. It's so funny because like, he's like, I don't ever remember you uh being an alcoholic or drinking, he goes like, "I don't remember ever made a drinking with you." And I mm-hmm. go, "I don't either, but mm-hmm. I know we did." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like that. We, yeah. uh, I, I remember just I remember starting shows with him, and I didn't drink until we got off the show. Until the show's done, I never drank during the show. Right. I never had a beer in my hand or anything like that because I like I feel I feel comfortable. I'm not. You know what's crazy? Tell me. Is I started getting panic attacks later on in stand up. Oh yeah. I, on stage? Uh, sometimes on stage. Sometimes right before stage. I I would just start. I would start to just. Uh, Hyperventilate. I didn't know that there were panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I didn't even because I never. I, I didn't. I couldn't. I, I was like, "What the hell's happening?" I got one at the uh, the punchline. Uh, I got one in in Philadelphia, and I got one one time when I was on stage. I want to say, I, I want to say at, at laughs one time where it was just like all of a sudden, like my I, like the heat just rose up. My hands would like get numb. And then I was just like, you know, only during only during stand up or just panic attacks in general, only during stand up. Why? It was weird. I don't know. I have no idea because that's, that's like I'm super comfortable on stage yeah. and I like doing it. I've been I, I would uh, uh, I would get them and it was like I still actually I still get them here and there before before I go up and I got a the first time I ever got one, though. And I started really because I now I know what it was like, what it was. But um, it was uh, I was doing. The fat cat Modesto. Yeah. And this is when Anthony K was just starting. Okay. And so I go up. I'm about to go up. This dude put hell of people on. I remember mm-hmm. Modesto Fat Cat. They would put like 17 <laughs> comments. He kept coming back. Oh, you like you mean like the show coming up on Thursday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> September 3rd. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> you got to come to laughs and uh, check out 17 comics to get out get out of town, uh, uh, sign the stand up. Um, 
the uh, he, I was like um. He, he kept putting comics on. He kept coming back. He was like, all right, I need I need 15 minutes from you. You got 15 minutes? I was like, yeah. And he kept doing my time down. He goes, but I need a fire 15. Like, just hit them hard. Hit them. Hit them really good because it's really it's really bad out there. Because he keeps putting <laughs> up these comics that are eating shit. Yeah. And they're ru- they're ruining the, the audience pretty much. I'm villain because I'm still – I'm also like – Who's two, putting two, them up? Kay? This kid named uh, Anthony uh, – or Elder, Elder, Elder okay. Pereira. Okay. He doesn't do it anymore. No one can find him actually, mm. and so uh, yeah, no one knows where he's at. And then um, so he uh, he keeps coming back. Do you? I'm t- uh, twelve minutes. I got to but I need fire. I need to be really funny because this you. This is he starts building up this pressure in my head, and I'm talking. I'm thinking in my head at one point. I'm like, if I had fifteen minutes, if I said I had fifteen minutes of fire, and you come back and ask me if I got twelve now, of course I'm gonna have that. If I had fifty, what, what what's your logic? That's more fuego. Yeah, and I was like, and he kept doing it, and then so after a while he started getting, they started getting, and I then this moment happened in my head. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the worst thing for a comic to think before he goes on stage. That's and so funny. I was like, man. I go, and then I start flipping out. And I go, I don't even want to do this. I don't want to be here. I'm like, I could leave. I could just leave. And I look at Ant and I go, Ant. Uh, he goes, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know, man. Um, I was like, "Do you think I'm funny?" And he was like, <laughs> "He's like, he's like, you're, yeah, yeah, you're fucking, you're fucking hilarious. What, 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 are you, what are we talking about?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right." And then, and, and then they go, "Bring it up, Carlos Rodriguez." So I start taking steps up to the stage, mm-hmm. and I start walking on this catwalk all the way to the mic, and I'm fucking burning up, and I'm flipping out, and I'm like, "Run!" Everything in my brain's like, "Run!" Do you not have to do this? And uh, <laughs> and I grab the mic, and I say the first joke, uh, and it hits. And yeah. as soon as it hits, it just everything right. dissipates. And I was right. like, oh, boom, 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 boom. But there's only been one time that I was on stage and I stood in the panic attack the whole way through. And uh, I got off. And then uh, the security guard was like, if I didn't know you were flipping out outside, I, I, I didn't, I'd have had no idea because yeah. you, did, you did the damn thing. And I was like... I'm still flipping out right now in my head, right. and uh, but yeah, no, it was it, it, it sucks it's to be you, bro. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay because like uh, it, I I'm, I know how to work through them. I've like right. doing all these practicing, you know, exercises to get through it. But it's like, what are the exercises you do to get through it? Uh, there's like this thing where you tap on like uh, you're supposed to like tap on your your cheekbone. Okay, that's the one thing too. It's like before you go up, you know, you like tap on it and you um. You keep doing that, and then you give yourself the number of where your attack is at. And if it's okay. at eight, okay, it's at eight. So start tapping and tapping, tapping. It's like, okay, stop. Now, where is it at now? You know, you, you do it for like 20 seconds. You're like, where is it now? And I think it's to get your mind off of being in your mind. Okay. And then my uh, – uh, so so you do that. And then the, another thing my cousin was telling me, because uh, he's, he's a therapist, and uh, he was like, you just let it let it happen. He goes, if you keep okay. stopping right. it – it's not going to stop and you're going to focus on why yes. it's not stopping. He mm-hmm. says, let it happen. Let it go through. Give it its time. And he goes, and and, and just be over with it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I really feel like I recognize that, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And it's worked. And mm-hmm. the and the reason why, it, it's, it has nothing to do with being upset about stand-up or being scared to do stand-up. And I think it more has to do with things I'm not dealing with. Mm-hmm. And because like, we had a podcast talking about like, I don't cry. Mm-hmm. and But later on in life, it's starting to happen. Like, like I, I, I had a dream the other day. I woke up and I was crying. And I remember uh, another friend of mine telling me, oh, that's because you don't let your emotions out ever. And yeah. he goes, so your body needs to let them out 
And the only way it's happening is it's sneaking it out through like when you're asleep. It's like, oh, he's asleep now. We can we can have this poor emotion now. And yeah. Then, you know, and then he goes and and also too with the with the panic attacks, it's like you're it, it's it's just it's a it's it's a volcano and it's just fl- uh, fl- uh, just festering. And I was like, oh, because at first I was like, am I am, am I done with stand up? Did, did, <laughs> did I did I break? Did stand up break me? But it's like no, it's 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 a. Uh, it's another it's another form because on top of that too it's like you know your outlet is I mean stand up is an outlet but it's not the main out, like it's not the one that's gonna fix everything or or, or, or heal everything it's not no <laughs> fuck <no. laughs> and people think though people yeah. and people talk about it as if it does as or, if it's therapy yeah. I've never seen it as therapy me either me either no. I've never seen it as therapy I've seen it as a my I got to, I'm gonna do a show for some people I'm gonna you know I see it as a water park and, I get yeah. to go have fun yeah I don't see it as like oh I get to go talk to my I'm talking about my feelings, and that's going to give me some kind of catharsis. Yeah. No, but there is a point where if you don't deal with what what is overwhelming you, because we talked about that earlier today, Mm -hmm. Ellis and I did, that Thursday I was out. If one person said the wrong thing to me, I literally would have cried at the club for no reason whatsoever. They could have just said, boo, and... And it was like, then I woke up the next day and I still felt that way. And I was just like, and it's, and it's just like going over and over in my mind, like all the things I'm dealing with. And I'm just like making this list of all the shits going wrong. And it's like, okay. And then I finally just cried. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah. I'm better. back. But you have to, you have to release at some point and just hopefully it's not in a crowd full of people and losing your shit out loud. Because my whole thing, yeah, I know, because like my whole thing is holding it together. Like that, yeah. I, like I pride myself on holding it together and holding it and, and you know, because I'm the older brother. So I let it like, out. I'm like, yeah. I'm always like, fever, like, uh, I, I've, like, uh, I've, later on, like, like from new comics or stuff like that, they're like, yeah, or, or you know, be like, hey, uh, I remember I had said, uh, I was with Edgar and I was like, I had to go pee hell of that, you know, and we, we'd been in Vegas running around and I go, Ooh, I gotta go pee. I was like, pee pee boy. You know, I was like, I gotta run. You know? And I was like, Oh, and I was, and he, and he started dying. And I was like, why is that so funny? He goes, cause I never see you vulnerable. He's right. like, you're never vulnerable. And he goes, now it's just weird to see. And it's so funny. And I'm like, Oh really? He's like, yeah. And I go, Oh, and it's so funny. Cause we're talking about this stuff because we do, we are a part of that group of the, uh, the one degree of separation group mm-hmm. where we have a, a lot of these conversations and, um, if people don't know, it's it's a it's it's a it's it's got a lot of comics in it. But like the the starters or the founders are Ellis, Steph Garcia, Brad Bonner, and me. Mm-hmm. And um, we have five questions, and we talk about mental health and mental um, uh, and, and getting through stuff like that. And during those shows, I, I talk very openly about it, and I talk about how like you know I'm kind of like I'm a lone wolf. Like I take care of it, and I, I you know people say you know. It's suffering silence. I call it you know, dealing with your shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, uh, so I started to with that show. I started to identify what, what things that I do and how I don't ask for help and I don't reach out. And it takes a, it takes a, and, and that's why I sleep into depress, sip into, depre- uh, slip into depression mm-hmm. easily. Easy for you to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, really quick because like I'll be like, no, I'll take care of it. I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And before you yeah. know it, it's like I'm. I kept saying this, and now it's three days I've been in the bedroom. <laughs> and I've been, yeah. yeah, yeah, without cocaine, and that sucks. <laughs> but yeah, and then so, and you guys got to do, uh, you went and took off and did, did South Dakota or some shit? Oh, that was yeah. Shit. Yeah, how was that? Dude, that was amazing, man. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Was that the one that was at a school or something? It was, a, I believe it was 7th mm-hmm. through 12th. All of the kids in that entire town oh, go to wow. that school. Oh, it was all a of school. them. It was a kids. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, it might have been sixth mm -hmm. grade, but I think it was seventh and eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, high school or junior high kids. Every kid in the school, and I walk in, and there's not a lot of people that look like me there. <laughs> there's some. There's They're a couple. not tall. They're not tall like you. There's a couple Latinos, <laughs> but they don't look like me. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's no one that looks like Sydney there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, the fact that Sydney looks like Sydney mm -hmm. drew a lot of attention. Oh, really? They are. They were like <laughs> as we were walking through the town. Yeah. And right when we walk in, Sid Sydney's Sydney's a, a, a lesbian. If anybody does, a hundred footer. Yeah, you yeah. can tell from a hundred feet away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she, um, we sit down. We're talking to them, and the staff basically let us know, which Brad didn't let, really let me know until we got there. <clears throat> but basically, like, we they scheduled a date. Mm. Then they then they they looked us up, unfortunately. <laughs> and then they were like, "You want Ellis Rodriguez and Sydney Stigers to come here and talk to grade school kids?" And they're like, "Listen, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah, they're going to talk about this." And they're like, "She's this and that." And so then, the people that work at the school that really wanted it and needed it, that had a few suicides, like three the year before or whatever. Yeah, they're like, "We're putting our reputation on the line. This is going to happen." Like it or not. Then the church, everybody in the whole town's Catholic. Everybody in the whole town goes to the same church. Yeah. Now the church is upset. Oh. So they gotta convince them. They have to convince everybody in this town. Uh-huh. And then and Brad and Bonnet tell us. So when we get there, he's like, hey man, just just be really clean and remember where we are and blah blah blah. This, yeah. is, this is all gonna be great. Uh-huh. And I've already talked to you guys about your said You guys already just do your thing. And so and then sound is like all this pressure. Uh -huh. Like immediately, like. Okay, well, be careful. Like Brad's being super chill about it. And I'm like, well, if he's chill and confident in me, then I'm fine. <laughs> but Sydney, you know, her too. She's like, but then the two handlers, like the counselor that deals with the, with the kids. Yeah. And she was like incredibly, uh, she, was a she was like a Democrat. She's like, I'm a Democrat, I'm a liberal. But that was like a shh, shh, shh. Like everybody knows, but let's not talk about it out loud because yeah. in, this, in, this in this community, that yeah. makes her very strange. And then, the, and then in one of the other male... Maybe he was the vice principal or the principal. He was so supportive. He was like, I'm so glad you guys are here. We need this. And just those two handling us, I was like, uh, we're good. Yeah. Ripped. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Ripped. Everybody that was on the show. Uh -huh. Everybody that was on the show murders. And we open up. And they gasped three or four times. I was like, are we in trouble? And no. Like this, when you start talking about real and then the kids come out and they love you. Yeah. Like, that that connection that we get well, after the show the first real conversation that many of them have had or ever seen be, right mm -hmm. because you know they don't it doesn't sound like that's a town with a lot of conversations about real things like you live in this yeah. bubble and this is the, what it is and you, you know taking care of your own shit church yeah and you don't you don't talk back to your parents and you mm -hmm. don't you don't say well i don't understand that or they were super a lot of nice yeah. they were super nice conservative mm -hmm. tight knit community right and I think that they did have problems maybe admitting to one another, hey, I'm suffering with this, I'm suffering with that. There was this one lady who came out, and she's like, I saw you in Fresno. And oh, I yeah. saw you, yeah, and she's, she was like down in her, I was weeping. You the truth. I was weeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I love this lady so much. I was, I was like, I was like crying. Yeah. Because I like that, like, they just, they didn't think I was funny. They, everybody laughs, mm -hmm. you know, but they weren't saying, oh, I think you're funny, I think you're great. They were like weeping. I connect with you. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh -huh. You know, that's a totally different yeah. 
That's what I like about the uh, the thing, though. It's like uh, I like the the title was such such a good title, the one degree of separation. When we say that, they called it first when, when they introduced us there. The guy was like first degree, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a like a like a boy it's band, like a boy band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the uh, no one degree of separation. It's 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 the meaning is that if if you don't suffer from depression or suicidal tendencies, then someone you love does. Yeah. So it's only one degree of separation. And I thought that was like perfect, and um and we talk about a lot of that stuff, man. And like we got to do. A lot of really cool or a lot of cool places and a lot of things um, where people are super appreciative of just yes. like, yeah, like and then we've had people having that, that you know, seen the show or been to the show and, and they've had loved ones that have passed in suicide after the show, you mm-hmm. know, or, or, you know, so that was very like, like and then they come back and they're just yeah. like. You know, it, it's just it's a should have listened the first time. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a different type of uh, type of uh, uh, accolades. But uh but also too, it's like it's been pretty healing and pretty uh, eye-opening too when I talk about it and mm-hmm. I say uh, this, uh, some of the stuff that I say on on that stage because uh, it's like uh, super vulnerability, which is weird. Um, like sta- I, I like I like in in my standup, I do write from a vulnerable place, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not. Uh, I think it's stuff that I already dealt with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm already telling people because I'm okay with it now. I can laugh at it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. And I don't, but I've, I've already had the therapy to, to, to deal with it. And that's why I'm putting it out there. I remember I had told another comic too. I go, you're fuck, you are, you're already funny. And this is, this is a dude that's older than me and been in standup way longer and had a lot more stuff, uh, you know, happen, uh, you know, all his success. Mm-hmm. But he, I go, you're a really, really funny comic. And I go, just think about how better of a comic you're going to be when you let go of all your demons. Like when you <laughs> deal with all of it, I go, it's going to be, if you, you are you are going to be an endless wealth a well of of of, of creativity and, and writing as soon as you let that go let all that that's shit what you're go. working on right now to let shit go uh no I mean the stuff that I'm working on now I don't even know actually I, oh, oh, oh oh okay okay um the stuff I'm working on now uh are just I'm starting to realize especially with this quarantine and this mm-hmm. lockdown and like having to deal with um restless and ir- irritability because everything is okay. I have to, I'm restless and irritable and because and, I'm at peace. Like there's nothing wrong. I have, uh, I was, I have enough money. I'm fine. Uh, I'm, I'm healthy. You know, I, I have a place to stay and I have nothing. Yeah. You look great. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I, I dropped uh, almost 30 pounds. Um, cause I started eating right and I started taking care of stuff. But also I was like, I need, I need to fuck something up. And that's just because of my, my upbringing and my default setting that Mm -hmm. I, that I need to be in chaos in order to feel comfortable. But I know, I know that now. And I know that because I don't like the fact that I could be sitting here and something randomly happened and fuck my day up. I need to know why I got fucked up. Cause I, and so let me fuck everything else up. So I know why it is fucked up, which is a fucked up way of, of of thinking. But I know that now. So now I have to sit, I have to understand. I, I've, like I said, I've started uh, praying a lot more and meditating a lot more, and that helps me a lot because okay. I don't take drinks anymore yeah. and I don't do drugs anymore to take a break from life. Mm-hmm. So I have to experience and live life all the time. And what's another way I could take a break? And it's like meditation and prayer. Those are my shots now. Okay. Those are where I get to take a break and get to take it, take a step out of the world. It's, if anybody to contextualize it, it's like when you're looking at Facebook too long and you start flipping yourself out. Once you turn Facebook off and that social media, it's all gone. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't exist, and then you start realizing, oh, all these, all that shit is uh, people. That doesn't matter. That doesn't exist, and uh, you get to come back with a whole fresh rejuvenation. I don't state. look at it now, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, that's. I, I think that's another thing too about what this pandemic has, has shown people. 
that they're not I think a lot of people are unplugging from from the internet from from social media yeah I think a ton of people like I've talked to a like uh I would say about five or six people that have said they're like yeah I don't even look at I don't I don't have a social media anymore or I haven't checked it in since the pandemic like uh, the second lockdown happened and I was yeah. like yeah that's interesting and I was like yeah it's it's turning people off and turning people away with opinions and and fake news and junk and ads and stuff like that wasn't that how the pendulum swings it got too extreme yeah. so now it's going to go back the other way yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's not we're going just anywhere. in that transition right it's, it's not going anywhere but i i never did understand it i just it's very odd to me yeah so we're at where, what now 140 140 all right but you got so i we guess do, i am we do this all oh, fucking yeah. day apparently <laughs> no i'm down with a smoke break let's call this bad boy okay all right well now that's ellis rodriguez you can find him at on no, all my social media. <laughs> right. Just look me up on Ellis Rodriguez Do you have on an everything. Album? Don't you have an album out? Don't um, be a it's clown. It's called Go Be a Clown. Be a clown. You uh-huh. can stream it anywhere albums are streaming. Please stream it mm-hmm. all day, every day. I get like 22 cents or 16. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I get 35 cents or something per play or something. <laughs> it's probably seven cents. I don't know. All right. 